Welcome to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the unbiased biblical truth. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hello there, guys. It's been a few weeks since I've been on with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Truth Matters Podcast, episode 92. So I've dropped off the face of the earth for a few weeks, just had a lot going on and uh, had some other things I needed to take care of, but I'm back on the saddle and uh, I'm excited to finally uh, get back on here and and, uh, speak a word to you. So today I've got more of a serious word. This morning I woke up and uh, I read the scripture of the day, and it's in Philippians 1, 9 through 10. And it says, In this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ. Paul was letting the Philippians know that I'm praying that your love may abound. To abound means to be plentiful, be abundant, be numerous, to thrive, to flourish like a tree that's planted by the waters. We need to thrive in God's love. Today there is a false idea of what love is, and the world is confusing true love with false love. The world's idea of love is, I can do what I want, you can do what you want, and I can love who I want, I can be what I want. You don't get in my business, I won't get in your business, that's love. But this is a false sense of love. This is a hyper-reality, a imaginary land that we want to make believe that everything's okay when it's really not. You can't just do what you want in life and it be defined as love. Love is quite the opposite. Love is doing what you don't feel like doing for the sake of others. Love is considering others before yourself. True love was represented on the cross over 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died and hung on a cross. He could have walked away. The Bible says he could have called 10,000s of angels to come rescue him, yet because of his love, because of the world that he wanted to save, because he was the true superhero, because he wanted to save the world, he sacrificed himself on that cross. He truly gave it all for us. If he'd done nothing else for me, he's done it all. He's done everything that I could ever ask for. But true love is giving yourself on the cross so that someone else can go free. True love is laying down your pride. Today, pride is being glorified as something magnificent and something great. And because you celebrate your pride, you're somebody special. But the Bible says that pride goeth before destruction and a haughty look before a fall. Just as sure as a person chooses the road of pride, they're on a road of destruction. When I read the scripture of today, 
this scripture came to me in Matthew 24 and 12. It says, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Paul prayed that the Philippians' love would abound. But in this day and age, because iniquity abounds, the love of many shall wax cold. Iniquity has grown. Iniquity has been plentiful, you could say, in this day and age. Iniquity is praised and glorified. Iniquity is pushed through the social media and the news platforms. It's pushed and it's praised and it's, it gets attention. There is a body of people in the world that control a lot of our entertainment. They control a lot of the news and a lot of the information that we receive on a daily basis. And a lot of those things that they push in their agenda are only what they want you to know. But we're supposed to be alert. We're supposed to have our own opinion, not necessarily our own. But as Christians, we're supposed to have the opinion of the Bible. And we're supposed to compare everything in this life with the truth of God's Word. Does it conflict with God's Word? Is what you're listening to or or what you're watching, does it tell you the truth? Does it glorify God? Does it glorify righteousness? Does it glorify love? Or is it a false love? Is it a false reality? And really it all is. It's a false reality. Entertainment. It's not real. But when you open yourself up to that and when you listen to those lies and when you allow your mind to be desensitized for so long, it becomes real to you. It becomes what you believe. It becomes accepted. And if you don't accept sin this day and age, you become a bigot, a fanatic, a hater. You're one of those people that they will hate and they will spit on, so to speak. They will run your name in the ground if you speak the truth. But as Christians, the more worse this world gets, the greater our love needs to abound. And if we truly love one another and we truly love the God we claim to serve and we truly love the people in this world, God loves everyone. He hates their sin. But if we we truly claim to love everyone and we want what's best for them and we want them to be saved and we want them to know the truth, folks, we need to stand up for the truth. We need to speak it more boldly than we ever had before. We don't need to compromise for the sake of popularity or acceptance. We've got to understand, people, that the more godly you are, the more persecution you will suffer. Have you suffered any persecution lately? Has anyone come against you? Has anyone even disagreed with you? Has anyone said anything bad about you lately? And I would be checking my spirit. I would be checking my lifestyle. I would be checking myself to see, have I been godly? Have I been close enough to God where I kind of rub people the wrong way sometimes? Because if you live godly, you're going to rub people the wrong way. If you speak the truth, there's somebody going to get offended. They got offended at Jesus. 
because he spoke the truth. And every now and then, you're going to lose some friends if you stand for the truth. Every now and then, people are going to hate you. They're going to falsely accuse you. They're going to tell you you're a hater. You're a bigot. You're in the wrong. Don't allow anyone to change your perspective on God's word. When you believe in him, when you believe in his word, don't allow anyone to convince you any different. This book that was written thousands of years ago by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost to men of honor and respect and holiness, they wrote this word by inspiration of the Holy Ghost. These words are true and they will never change. They will never be irrelevant. They will always be relevant to the times in which we live in. A hundred years ago, they were relevant to the people that lived a hundred years ago. And a hundred years from now, they'll still be relevant because the truth is always the same. God's truth always remains. And when this world and everything in this world is being burned up and destroyed, His word will still stand. When man's truth and man's pride and, 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 and man's fads and man's popu- popularity and man's uh, ideas come to light, and when they are tested through the test of time, the tests will prove, time will prove, the storms will come and, and, and they will prove whether or not these things are real and true. And the only thing that's going to be standing after the, the dust settles, after the battle's over, after everything is come and gone, is going to be God's Word and those that are standing on God's Word. Are you standing on God's Word? Are you standing on the Holy Book? Are you standing on these sacred texts that were written as a roadmap for you to find the truth, for you to walk it out, for you to have eternal life? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Not Buddha, not Krishna, not Mohammed, not not Oprah, not Dr. Phil, not any of these people that claim to know the way. I know the way. The way is Jesus. He's the way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes unto the Father except by Jesus Christ. So as the love of many has waxed cold because of iniquity that has abounded, because people are praising iniquity, because iniquity has become rampant in our lives. Take this message today and let it sink into your soul and say to God, God, has my love faded for you? Has my love faded for the truth? Has my love faded for others? Has my relationship with you dwindled down? Have I lost? the closeness that I used to have with you? Have I allowed the things of this world to distract me and to desensitize my mind? Has my love grown cold? Forgive me today. I pray that you would take a look at me and evaluate me, and I pray you would prune me like a tree. You would begin to get off the dead weeds and the dead branches, and and that you would begin to get all of the rotten apples off of me, all of the false doctrines, all the false beliefs, all of the false ideas, all of the false 
actions of my daily lifestyle and that you would begin to cleanse me and that you you would begin to pour into me your love and that you would begin to make me stronger for you, stronger for the truth. And you would help me to stand in this end time and that your love would abound in me so that I can be a witness and I can be a light to this dark world. And if you're not saved today, just say, Jesus, will you save me? I believe you suffered, bled, and died on the cross for me. I believe that you paid the price for me. And I believe that you rose again on the third day so that I could be saved. Will you save me? I want this love that Matt is talking about. I want this love. I want this truth that Matt is talking about. Will you show me the way? Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Until next week, stand for the truth. Never back down. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day, 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 day. day.